Welcome, everyone, to the Avenge Nerds Podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Peyton, and with me is my co-host, Torrin. Yo. <laughs> we got a great show for everyone this week. We're going to be reviewing Five Nights at Freddy's, which just released uh, it's in theaters and on Peacock. Uh, we both watched it on Peacock, I believe, because I'm, yeah. I'm not going to the theater for Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh <laughs> But we did watch it, so we're going to talk about that. Of course, we all, we're also going to talk about the news of the week. Uh, there will be time codes in the show notes or the description. So if you want to jump around, you can go ahead and do that. Uh, with that, let's just get right into the news. So we haven't uh, you know, made an episode in a couple of weeks now uh, because I've been sick as a dog. So apologies if some of this is late. But we're going to talk about it anyway, because I want to. So negotiations between uh, SAG-AFTRA and the AMPTP did hit a snag uh, like a week and a half ago, uh, because the actors were asking for 2% of a share of the streaming revenue, and the studios, for some reason, did not think that was a reasonable ask. The SAG-AFTRA have revealed that the studio CEOs have refused to continue negotiations and would offer a counter to SAG's latest offer. Additionally, the studio CEOs are continuing to demand, quote, consent on the first day of employment for use of an actor's digital replica for an entire cinematic universe or any franchise project, which for any extras, background actors, is a very, very scary thing. Uh, luckily, this past week... As we're recording this, uh, they have gone back to the negotiating table, and it seems as though things have gotten better. Uh, they seem to be the the, the SAG after seem to be in in pretty good spirits. Luckily, uh, I believe they might be going back to the to the negotiating table soon, but so far it seems uh, no deal has been struck yet. But it's looking good. It is looking good. So. Hopefully by the time this comes out, it'll be done. Maybe. I hope so because if not, they I think they have to like wait until like January. Well, that's what the studios want. They said if they don't yeah. get a deal, pretty much this week or next week, then they're just gonna wait SAG after until January. But SAG's like, okay, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> We've waited this long. Who cares? Uh, but on to some DC news. This is according to Variety. Jason Momoa has engaged in talks to play Lobo either for Superman Legacy or in a standalone film. So finally confirming pretty much what we've known for a while now that Jason Momoa is probably going to be Lobo. Um, I think it'd be really sick to see him as like the villain in Superman Legacy. Yeah, I think that'd be really sick. They, cool. they actually did that in the animated Superman Man of Tomorrow movie. And I really loved that that movie. I thought it was really, really good. Uh and like Martian Manhunters in it and shit like that. And the way James Gunn seems to be setting up his sort of justice society thing with like Mr. Terrific and all, and all that. Uh, I, I think um, if he does use Lobo, it'll be sort, sort of in a similar vein to that movie, which I'm 100% down with. This is also according to Variety. Uh, Jace, uh, Jason Momoa allegedly came drunk to the Aquaman 2 set, dressed like Johnny Depp. He also tried to get Amber Heard fired, but at the time, Elon Musk, who was who they were together at the time, Elon Musk and Amber Heard, uh, had a litigator, quote, threatened to burn the house down if Heard didn't get to return. Now, to clarify the Johnny Depp thing, 
Uh, this was coming from like Amber Heard's words. He didn't literally come to the set intentionally, like dressed as Johnny Depp to like fuck with Amber Heard. Uh, he he came to the set, or or Amber Heard said that the way Jason Momoa dresses reminds her of Johnny Depp. So 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 people, so people were like, "Bro, was just dressing up like Johnny Depp." It's like, well, it kind of already does. That was that was the that was sort of the point. But that's weird. <laughs> that's. The Elon Very Musk strange. thing is just like, bro, bro's just like, I'm going to, it's like back then too. It's like, I get it. But like, I feel like if Elon Musk tried to do that now, they'd be like, fuck off. Because like, <laughs> Elon Musk is, is a fucking joke. But uh, this is again, this is also according to Variety. And because it, this is, since this is coming for Variety, I'm more inclined to sort of see this as uh, set in stone. But obviously, we won't fully know until we until James Gunn confirms. But none of the Justice League stars from the DCEU will return to reprise their roles in James Gunn's DCU, which we already knew Henry Cavill wasn't coming back. Obviously, we knew Ben Affleck wasn't coming back. Obviously, Ezra Miller was kind of up in the air, I guess. But we were all pretty confident he wasn't coming back. Jason Momoa wasn't coming back because he's probably going to be Lobo. So pretty much the only one up in the air was Gal Gadot. And the past like month and a half, it's just been this back and forth. Oh, she's in it. Oh, she's not in it. Oh, she's in it. Oh, she's not in it. And it seems as though it's looking like it's pretty much set in stone that she is not in it. Yeah. Good. (laughs) Good. In my opinion, at least that's that's good. I I mean, she was fine. I don't I don't think I don't think she was a strong enough actor to do what like to do wonder woman justice outside of just what we saw and from her in those movies because you can do a lot with that character and i don't think you know it really has the acting chops to do so but also i'm not going to go into detail uh but like recent events politically she's aligned on a certain side and I'll, you know, i won't go any farther than that but it's just like uh sus so he he's clear james gunn is clearly going for a semi full reset he's obviously bringing the peacemaker uh cast back he'll definitely work with margot robbie as harley quinn again uh so but as far as that original slate who uh, in my opinion other than henry cavill were pretty much all miscast <laughs> yeah uh Hang i mean on. ben affleck's fine i i, I it's just the, uh, I, I, as much as much shit as I get Ben Affleck, it's not him. It's just the execution of his version of the character, unfortunately for him. Uh, but moving on to some Marvel news, we got quite a lot of it. Uh, some very both disheartening, but also exciting Marvel news. So first, this is according to the book MCU, The Reign of Marvel Studios, uh, which came out, which essentially like uh, sort of outlines uh, Marvel Studios history from like when when they were practically bankrupt to, you know, where they are now, literally the top of the world. Um, They said that Kraven the Hunter was originally pitched as the main villain for Spider-Man No Way Home, but the writers were told that the character was, quote, unavailable until Sony established him in a solo movie. I'm so sick and tired of this, man. I'm so, I'm so sick and tired. Like I'm just, I'm, I, I can't, I, I can't deal with this, man. Sony is just the worst. <sighs> it, but it's just, like part of me is fine with it because, like, like I already, like, I already felt like they were sort of jumping the gun with the uh, like uh, revealing his identity thing, which obviously ultimately turned out fine, but. 
Did you Craven? Yeah, dude. Like honestly, Craven would have been incredible. Like it would have been really cool, but also. I liked Sieg. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I'm like, like, yeah, like you said, I'm not mad because the, the version of No Way Home that we got was, you know, incredible. But there's always something that could have been done differently that I wish. Yeah, it's and and I feel like we heard about like John Watts has, has said like, oh, we thought about Craven, but it, it wasn't really anything more than that. But the fact that they're saying here that he was originally pitched as the main villain, like. If that was the original plan, I mean, that's that's crazy. Um, but yeah, Sony, Sony, man. Yeah, they they could have done like a lot of stuff, like you know, like mystically. I mean, because even then, like, 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 you know, Craven. Like, you, you, I mean, yeah, like so you can introduce like some mystical aspects of Craven while also bringing in Doctor Strange as well. Yeah, so and that, that could have been done. And for that third film, yeah. they they wanted to go a bit darker with the character because that was probably one of the bigger criticisms of, of Tom's version of the character and Craven, you know, easily would have been a a good segue into that. But, you know, Willem Dafoe's green goblin was also (laughs) fucking incredible. So yeah, it is what it is. Unfortunately, I'm just tired of Sony is what it is, but also pitches his own. He doesn't need a solo movie. He really no, doesn't. He doesn't. And now look at it. Looks terrible, in my opinion. But anyway, this is according to the Hollywood Reporter. Again, this is a bit old. There hasn't there is an update to this, and we'll get to that. But I do need to you know lay the groundwork. Uh, Marvel has let go all of the writers and directors for Daredevil: Born Again, as the series is going to get an entire creative reboot. Marvel found that Daredevil Born Again wasn't working because it was more of a legal procedural that did not resemble the Netflix version's action and violence. Uh, Charlie Cox wouldn't have appeared in costume as Daredevil until episode four. Now, before we get before I get to the update, this the the, the idea for Daredevil Born Again, the original idea, was really kind of cool to me because I really something I thought. Maybe maybe lacking isn't the right word, but something I, I at least wanted more out of from the original Netflix series was more court stuff, because I love seeing how capable Matt Murdock is as a lawyer. You know what I mean? And so, and so the initial idea being we're going to see more of that had me pretty excited. But also, if it did lack that that original series violence and action. Then, uh, you know, obviously they they didn't shoot that much of the series. So it's not a huge, huge loss. I mean, it sucks for the people that lost their jobs, but like, it's not like they shot half of the series and now they're starting from scratch. Uh, it, 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 we're probably going to get, we're obviously going to get it later than we would have, but it's, it's not going to be probably as big of a delay as it maybe seems. Uh, but I, I don't know. I trust I trust Kevin Feige, ultimately. The fact alone that they didn't just, well, we already started, got to push through with it, and they decided to just scrap it, start over, because it just wasn't working, is a really good sign to me. Because Feige clearly knows, like, we cannot fuck this up. It's Daredevil. Like, he's such a beloved character. He's probably one of the few characters in comics that just, like, very, very, very rarely misses yeah he's he's super super consistent like throughout comics 
Yeah. So, and, you know, speaking of Kevin, you know, realizing he, 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 he can't fuck this up segues a bit, uh, into uh sort of semi the update but also this is sort of just marvel studios as a ho- whole whole <laughs> marvel studios as a whole uh, again according to the hologram reporter marvel studios plans to make changes in how it makes tv following internal criticism uh shows will now have proper showrunners that write pilots and show bibles which is kind of ridiculous number one we kind of we knew that there weren't showrunners um they kind of if you don't know what a showrunner does, it's literally in the name. They literally like run the show. They have sort of the uh, the plan of what the, sh- the entire show is. They know what the characters are, et cetera, et cetera. Before how they were operating, they kind of just got a lead writer and that was it. But a showrunner is extremely, extremely, extremely important to guide the direction and the tone of the show. And Marvel Studios really wasn't doing that. And the show Bible specifically, if you don't, and again, if you don't know what a show Bible is, it's kind of it's in, it's in the name. It's a Bible of what the show is, a character, their motivations, the 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 type of clothes they wear, their their intentions, their like like a bunch of incredibly incredibly vital info to the characters. And a lot of the times they show that to the other writers that are going to be on the show and the actors, so they get a feel and an understanding of who these characters are. So the fact that they weren't doing that, and to, to, and to be clear, this is basic TV stuff. Like, basic TV... Like, uh, you, 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 you may hear before that, like, it's a miracle that any show gets off the ground, let alone gets a pilot, is it's a miracle to have a show work. And even on a bunch of shows that don't get picked up, they these writers and showrunners spend a ton of ton of ton of ton of time making these show bibles and it might not even get picked up so the fact that marvel studios which is pretty much a guarantee <laughs> you know like once they get once they greenlight something they're fucking going the fact that they weren't making show bibles is pretty telling yeah i don't i don't, I don't know what they were doing with that it's i think it's growing pains it's like they didn't know what the fuck they were doing because they were you know they haven't they hadn't done tv before they're a movie studio and now they're going into tv but anyway uh now they're going to do a focus on multi-season serialized tv rather than limited series torn what does that mean means more peak no no that's not no well yeah but no more six episodes yeah no that more too. six episodes, bro. Oh my god, god. Oh god, we won. We dude. won. I'm just, I'm just uh, tired. Of, <laughs> I'm tired of six episodes. And it's like and I'm just, gonna I'm gonna talk about a six episode series, you know, later in the show. But like, even though they're they they've had a few hits with it, most of the time it's like, man, this just it could be so much more when it's not six episodes. But the fact that they're doing multi season serialized TV rather than limited series is a great 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 sign uh it it tells me hopefully you know we'll get like a she-hulk season two and get even more of what i wanted which was like a full like 22 episode season of a legitimate sitcom that's again because it's in the mcu like heightened reality sort of like brooklyn 99 type of stuff like I'd love them to get like even even like a even like a sitcom TV veteran. Like imagine they got Mike Schur, who you know uh, worked on The Office, co-created Brooklyn Nine Nine, co-created uh, uh, Parks and Rec. Got him to do like She Hulk. I fucking lose my mind. 
<laughs> like that would be incredible for him to like show run uh something like she hulk I, I think that'd be brilliant and it would be you know more than six to ten episodes however many episodes she hulk was not enough uh to do that they could do the same thing with like miss marvel they, which i imagine they're going to do a season two of i think uh i think we're gonna get a lot better better shows and as what, what i don't know what that means for daredevil necessarily since you know it could take it because I, I think I heard because it was supposed to be 18 episodes, but then at one point uh, it was rumored that they're actually cutting it into two nine episode seasons. Obviously, that's up in the air because now they're doing a creative reboot. So uh, but Marvel Studios uh, TV efforts have faced internal criticism for lack of central vision, which is sort of linked to the showrunner thing, because that's a showrunner's job is to have that central vision, uh, not giving writers creative oversight and post. Uh, so, you know, a lot of times they'll they have a fix it in post attitude where it's like, oh, we'll fix it in post if it's not working. And usually if there's something that isn't working, they'll have a writer come in to, you know, punch it up essentially and they didn't do that apparently uh film execs were running the shows uh which is again something you don't want to see it's like studio meddling yeah that's like problem number one is if you want to make a not very good show studio meddling is is probably the main reason why the show didn't succeed and then and shooting 150 million dollar seasons on the fly so again the benefit of network television, even if, you know, it sucks that certain shows don't get picked up or get canceled after a season, they have pilots to see if the show would work. And Marvel Studios, they don't because, you know, they're incredibly high budget series. They they felt like, I guess, in the beginning that they can't afford to do that. So they're just like, all right, let's immediately go into it which is why i think again the daredevil thing they shot like i i I, like probably like a few episodes and they were like this isn't working we gotta start over that's how it should be done despite you know again people losing their jobs obviously that sucks especially since they're doing all this uh creative shakeups uh you know right in the middle of where they're when they're shooting although they're not shooting because of the strikes but Still, uh, the fact that they're making these changes is obviously an incredible, incredible thing. Should have happened a lot sooner, though. Really should have. Yeah. And now, lastly, the Daredevil update. This Again, record, according to The Hollywood Reporter, Dario, Dario Scardipane, who was a writer and producer for the Punisher series on Netflix, is now set as the showrunner for Daredevil Born Again. Huge. We won, yeah huge it's incredible actually huge and justin benson and aaron moorhead who directed episodes of moon knight and now loki season two are set to direct and if anyone's been watching loki season two just incredible fucking we're we're eating now like this now now it's like because the other guys they did like that one like cbs fucking network show it's like it was was a covert affairs yeah it was like okay has good reviews i mean we'll see but now it's like oh okay we're getting serious now (laughs) 
Marvel is going to keep some scenes and episodes that have already been shot, though other serialized elements will be injected. Scar to Pain will write the new episodes and new scenes, incorporating what was already shot. Benson and Moorhead will direct the new episodes to bring this first season to a close. It is unclear, however, how many episodes it'll encompass. Uh, Corman and Ord, who is the previous head writers, uh, will become executive producers. So... They are keeping some elements of what was already shot. I wonder. I, I wonder if it'll be obvious. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not. But uh, they clearly the fact that they are keeping some elements does say like okay. Clearly, not all of it was bad. It, it sounds like a lot of it was like okay. There's not enough action in this mm-hmm. Daredevil show. You know what I mean? So that's that's cool. Also, a lot of people were unhappy that. Karen Page wasn't anywhere to be seen. Uh, apparently, Foggy was mentioned, uh, but apparently, minor spoilers for my, for something that might not even happen. But apparently, they alluded that to Foggy being dead, and that's why it's uh, Matt's working with another lawyer. It's called like Matt Murdock and Associates. That's who he's working for now, or he started his own thing. It's called Matt Murdock and Associates because Foggy might be dead. I don't know, but. If that's the case, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, I assumed, I assumed what they were going to do was like, oh, they vanished in the snap, and in that five year period, he he was like, well, I gotta start a new thing. So it's yeah. Matt Murdock and Associates. That's what I thought they were gonna do. But re- regardless, uh, I hope that they do keep the, that uh, legal aspect a bit more. Because, again, I, that that's a personal thing. I'm sure other people don't give a shit about that. But I do want to see that. Um, also, the Punisher, uh, we know, is going to be in the series. Uh, hopefully, he stays in the series. I think those two work great together, Charlie Cox and John Bernthal. Uh, they have a great uh, on-screen chemistry as, as those characters. Uh, also, again, rumored plot point that I fucking hope to God they keep. Because it's something I wanted them to do. And if they, I, I need them to do it because not only is it just a good thing to do, uh, because it's like Marvel taking a stance, but also it, it, it just, yeah, it's Marvel taking a stance. And basically that was the Punisher. I don't know if it was going to be his whole arc or just, you know, a section of episodes, but it was going to be Punisher going after corrupt cops for misusing his logo. Ugh literal uh, peak that's dude, that's exactly that's what i wanted that's amazing and fuck man i hope they keep that i really really hope they keep that anyway well i don't even yeah, know if john berthold has shot any scenes yet <laughs> i know but i mean i'm i know he definitely probably would be down for that i mean he's always wanted he's always wanted to go back to play punisher yeah well he already signed on yeah they even made posts about it and shit i don't know hopefully I, I imagine everything's going to come to get come together all right. Marvel Studios again starting to figure things out in this TV area, so that makes me super excited for the future. Obviously, we have some things that are already like set in stone, like Echo six episodes. I imagine Ironheart's going to be six episodes. I'm not entirely sure, but that's pretty much shot already. Ironheart and Echo's been done for a bit now, so we still got like like a. a two or three series to go before we actually see these changes come into effect. Uh, Agatha Darkhold Diaries. That's, that's uh, 
I think that's been shot already. And if it hasn't, they probably they'll probably do some like reshoots uh, because I know they have been shooting it. Uh, well, again, with the strikes, no, they haven't. But you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, super excited for the future. Obviously, they seem to be changing stuff up from the movie side, focusing on quality over quantity, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, yeah, I, I again, I don't think we'll see these changes for a little while. But the fact that we're getting these changes at all is very uh, a good it's a, it's a good sign for the for what's to come. So, yeah, but that is the news of the week, which means it's time to move on to our topic, which is uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, the movie. Har, 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 har. Man, I can't believe that the movie's just a masterpiece, bro. <laughs> do, you, do you just want to go into spoilers? There's not a ton to spoil in yeah, this movie. Yeah, there's really not. Yeah, there's really not to. Yeah, no. I mean, there is, but like. If if, if you okay, well, I'll I'll say this before we get into the spoilers. If you don't like, if you aren't a fan of FNAF, then whatever. Like, <laughs> but if you are a fan of FNAF, there's also there's not a ton to spoil because it's like stuff you already know. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, exactly. So you, you start us off as a more recent FNAF fan. I can say that. Uh, this movie was was pretty solid in my opinion. You know, um, there there are some like there are some things that could have been done differently in terms of like the plot and like you know better execution um, in terms of the story. But in terms of like you know like the lore, the and, like some of the characters, I think they got like you know they they're they're definitely pretty good. I also love the set design. The set design was just incredible. I love the lights. The you know the the lighting and the, the the light rigging was really really great. Performances were you know pretty solid. You know Josh um Josh Hutcherson and Matthew Lillard fucking killed it. So so did um what's her name Elizabeth Lane. I have yeah. no idea. Yeah, I think her name is Elizabeth Lane. Vanessa. Um, yeah, who played yeah played Vanessa. There there are some there are some things where like uh you know like like lore wise. Um, it, it's you know it fits, and they they did whatever they did they they needed to do. I don't understand why people are complaining about this movie. You know, people complain about, uh, about everything. They were like, yeah, like this scene wasn't exactly how it was. Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, shut up. Be glad you're even getting this movie. Like, just like be glad. But the one thing that I wish was in the movie more with animatronics. Like they're great, they they look incredible. Yeah, they they looked incredible, and then like they were kind of like underutilized a, a little bit. But I mean, it's it was so cool to see them. I'm so I'm still trying to figure out what to say because everything's kind of hitting me at once. Well, I'll just say to me, uh, if you're looking to see this movie, it's like if you're if you're a horror fan going into this expecting a horror movie don't no no it's not a horror movie at all it's a it's more it's a thriller for sure yeah it's more yeah it's closer to a thriller and but even then it's like because i'm not a horror fan at all i fucking hate horror i don't do horror movies but i was like i'm gonna watch fnaf because it's fnaf (laughs) um and even for me it's like this is like horror for babies yeah it's like it's like super tame and it's like, like some sure. people some people were saying it's like okay well this franchise a lot of 
like kids are sort of uh, attracted to it. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's bullshit. Considering the subject matter, yeah, it's like you can go you can go further than this. <laughs> like, like it shit, shit's crazy. I mean, it's uh, it's a it's abducting and murdering kids. Like it's just straight up like completely fucked up. But yeah, uh, I texted Tor in this, and and you agreed. This movie should have been rated R. I think a lot of the bloodless elements really took away from what the horror could have been. Not saying I need everything to be gory for it to be horror, but a, a lot of this is. It, it, in the games, it's implied, but if you're making a movie, we, we have to see it. Yeah. We see a little bit, but it's like, yeah, again, yeah, it's yeah, not, you, it's yeah, not you, enough. You see a little bit, and like, you know, there's like, you know, like, like characters get cut, and like, you know, stuff like that, but, you know, like, I, yeah, I agree that it should have been like rated R, or those barriers could have been pushed a little bit more had it been, since it was PG-13. I think a th- um, one of the things that I wasn't expecting was that fucking, that chick just getting fucking, just cut in half, chomped in oh, half, yeah. bro. And then, like, I remember I was like, oh, my God, it's the bite. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, I saw um, someone on Twitter <laughs> say, like, they were in the theater, and they when that happened, they just heard whispers of kids going, was that the bite of 87? Nah, no, I was like, oh my god! <laughs> and then someone, uh, someone was like, "That ain't no bite. That was a chomp." <laughs> yeah, like it, it was like, I think this movie is just pretty, like it's pretty solid for what, for like you know what it is. There's, of course, there de- there's definitely gonna be a sequel. Like, I, I there has to be. There hundred percent. This could have gotten a ten percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and it would have gotten a sequel just from just financially. Because yeah, it's no, like, like it's, it's like okay, well, the FNAF fans are clearly gonna come out to see this regardless of the quality. Yeah, yeah. Was, so it's like we're yeah. gonna make one. I was talking to some friends about it last night, and I was saying like, yeah, this is like, I think it's, I think I read on Twitter that this is Blumhouse's like record, like like it was it broke our, this movie broke Blumhouse's record for um the fastest like domestic box office movie because it's made like 40 million in the first like yeah day. i think i saw on twitter that it's already the second highest grossing uh like on its like opening day for a video game movie ever only behind the super mario brothers movie yeah it's fucking nuts yeah i know and then i was saying that like it's gonna get a sequel because like the fin- like yeah like you know fnaf fans are like they're pretty much for their own like entity like and people uh, like the the lore also like it's super interesting enough to where people are gonna want to be fans so, yeah but yeah so it's gonna make money regardless which is good because you know like more more stuff my biggest problem with the movie and like Peyton knows i hate this shit this shit just fucking rocks me to my core the exposition dump at the at the end I I just I hate it. I don't know why it's a thing. It, it it's like they try to build up tension in the worst way possible, and it just makes me like want to turn off my TV. Well, not the expedition, just... like but more specifically, Vanessa or any character really in any movie just yeah, withholding yeah, yeah, information yeah. for yeah. no fucking reason. Yeah, I know. And then like you know the, the the whole thing was like yeah you know keep him in the dark, don't tell him anything. Like blah 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 blah, 
because you know it's sort of like you know William said, but I'm like I don't fucking care. This is so annoying because had it like it would have just been like way more engaging had you know Vanessa told him like you know like give him give him like a backstory that would have been so much more engaging. Yeah, it's like, like hey, like I know because of X Y Z that this yellow bunny he does, she doesn't even have to reveal like oh it's, it's her dad she could have revealed that in the end it's like oh shit even though if you're a fan of the games you knew that uh, <laughs> uh but like she could have been like oh this yellow bunny took him because you know all the kids died from again this yellow bunny whatever but but yeah just withholding it it's like i get what they were trying they're try- again like they were trying to do the build-up it's like oh what happened to whatever his brother's name is garrett garrett yeah it's like i get it but yeah it could have been i feel like everything about this movie the building blocks to this movie like not sets up but like there there there's clearly an actual genuinely great movie within this movie if they just built upon some of these ideas a bit more and also just the script it feels like a first draft Mm-hmm. Yeah. it feels like let's let's okay we have to hit beat one beat two beat three because because this is in the games and this is in the games and uh we got to do like a through line of so you know garrett or whatever and it's like it's fine but like it doesn't it's not it's because a lot a lot of fnaf fans are like like oh i loved it it was great and it's like i'm sure you think that because you're a fan but as a movie eh like it's fine it's not terrible like yeah. i can't like i can't i can't because a lot of people are saying it's terrible and a lot of like the you know the critics that are being critics um, but like but like it's not i can't in good conscience call this movie terrible because it's really not it's competently made even though the script is lackluster it's not bad the dialogue is 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 good uh ish <laughs> it's in yeah, some ish in some areas it's a little it's a little rocky but yeah, uh, back, a little bit back to what I was saying before. Like, if you're a horror fan expecting a horror movie, this isn't it. But if you're a FNAF fan and you're not just like a, a fan of those first like three games and you're like a, a big fan of the entire franchise from the scariest shit to the dumbest shit, you're going to have a lot of fun with this movie. Because even though, like you said, you're not like a huge FNAF fan, you're like more of a recent FNAF fan. I've been yeah. there since day what no i'm kidding that's not true well it kind of <laughs> is but like i like i remember i remember when markiplier uploaded his first fnaf video and i'm not a fnaf fan like i'm not i'm not wearing fnaf merch and shit like do i watch every matt pat five nights at freddy's theory video yes i do but do i care like no every time I, every time a new one comes out i'm like what happened last time i don't remember i don't really care i'm mostly there just to just like laugh at how fucking ridiculous this franchise has become <laughs> because it is i'm not gonna go into detail here but let me tell you it's off the rails there's it started off with ghost children and now there's like ethereal ghost goo and robot children and shit yeah because it's crazy the 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 lore has changed throughout the games because you know like so basically in the lore um when william was killing kids and stuff like that um, and like stuffing them in the bodies, the kids, the, their souls were like producing this thing called like remnant and shit like that. And like, um, remnant is like this whole like other kind of thing. And then, you know, yeah, there's other animatronics 
that you know that are there um some people said that they you see like shadow freddy and there was a you know it wasn't really confirmed but like there was like a the the place where uh max died the babysitter where she got fucking chomped in half that um animatronic was like sparky yeah sparky Sparky which is like reference to the first game because people were yeah. convinced there was another animatronic, there wasn't, but <laughs> it was it was no, a fun no, reference yeah, to that. It, you know, like it was like it was like added in there, like last minute into like the lore. But yeah, you know, like the the lore kind of like goes into this like you know it goes into very different things, and they're like yeah, it's it's this whole like crazy thing. But yeah, like you know, like 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 we were saying, like as a FNAF movie, it works, but as like a movie movie, it, like there's just some stuff that like that that could have been added and could have been done differently it reminds um, me of <laughs> I, i'm gonna get killed for this it reminds me of revenge of the sith where it's mm. like look as a movie it's fine but as a star wars fan i'm like jesus christ this movie's great <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah it's 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 one of those because yeah as a fnaf fan if you're especially if you're into the goofy side uh, th- you're going to have a lot of fun with this. But at the same time, if they wanted any, if they wanted any chance of non FNAF fans seeing this movie and coming out going, now I'm a FNAF fan. That's not going to happen because yeah, no, yeah, they no, didn't, no, no. they didn't uh, build this not. movie for them. Like I saw a lot of people on Twitter being like, this movie was for the fans. And I feel like they say that a lot, but in this case, it's it's absolutely true. This is definitely for yeah, the fans. Yeah, it, it literally is for the fans. And I was talking to some other people about it. Um, that that the, like the, the movie doesn't even like do justice for like casual people because, like you say, you know there there's so much stuff that like they don't explain until like the very end. But even then, like when they try to explain it, it doesn't even like make sense. So like like yeah, as a casual going into this, like I feel like they're just not gonna like the movie. And like that's something that like it's a it's like a bad thing because like you know you want everyone to really like really like your movie and like especially with like Finance of Freddy's you want people to be like yeah I want to get into the lore the lore is kind of like kind of cool but like it, when you're scattering around information that's just not gonna happen um, and that's something that I that. I hope they fix in the future whenever we see this next film in like 2025 or something like that or whatever. No, they're going to want to pop another one out quick. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because I know Matthew Lillard signed on to a three three movie deal. Speaking of Matthew Lillard, fucking great. <laughs> Dude, fucking great in like his like two minutes of screen time. Yeah. When is he not great, though? Yeah, I know, right? It's like he, like you said, he had two minutes of screen time. He was the best part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, like I do like... I'm gonna just say this dude, like the fucking animatronic suits are just incredible. Like they are one to one. Yeah, exactly. Insane. It's like, like they are so good. But at the but same time, I, I, I this is gonna sound stupid, but like maybe it's just the way they executed them in the movie, but I feel like maybe they were too good. Too good? Like I felt like they they, they resembled the game so much that it felt like a cartoon. I can, I mean, I, I can understand that. But I mean, at the same uh, time, they didn't really set them up to be like super scary. Like yeah, the yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, they're not like super duper scary because, you know, like 
they're just their kids being mind controlled like kids in animatronic bodies being mind controlled by a grown man which is crazy but like when he when fucking Matthew Lillard walked out of, of that fucking when he walked out with that fucking costume looking all raggedy and shit I was like holy fuck that is just crazy yeah he like he came out he had like he like had like his body like tilted and shit and like it had like the the like white the, like the black eyes with the white dots like which is yeah. a direct reference to the game obviously that looked fantastic that was in fa- that was fantastic and like his like you know his distorted voice i didn't love and the voice i liked it because he doesn't really speak in the games so it's just kind of like you're i mean yeah, it's yeah, just he, he speaks in the game no he speaks in the game but not like in the suit oh yeah yeah okay michael don't leave me here michael michael but i know like that was like really that was really nice and oh my god dude the fucking the spring trap scene oh yeah that was good it's it's like towards the end that last like five to ten minutes it's like oh this is what i came for Mm -hmm. yeah and but there's an hour and a half of the movie before that that just sort of feels like treading water yeah because you know like you have the whole subplot of like you know the like you know mike schmidt having to like you know he's trying to keep a job to like protect like to like help out his sister and like his aunt is trying to like take away like you know his sister and stuff like that which is like and then like you know the how the whole like thing to where it's like oh yeah you know his aunt hired people to like in a sense like try to dig up information and yeah, so he to, can lose custody of his sister yeah, so he can lose custody yeah, I think that was like a that was a thing towards like that's cool and all, but like go go in a different direction with that. Like I I don't really I mean something I don't really mind it, but like it's something that could have been like less significant of the of the movie. But I mean I can't I honestly cheer when like all those guys die, like all those the <laughs> yeah but they, they yeah they didn't really need that they just put yeah. it in there to give some sort of drama to the protagonist mike schmidt and that's pretty much it and they I, I was gonna say i was gonna give it some slack i was like oh well they need a reason to get the girl to the pizzeria but they did that without the custody thing yeah and yeah so yeah. i don't yeah it's just there kind of just to pad the movie <laughs> but yeah the, what this movie does do, and again, I guess if you're if you're either a super casual or you, you don't know anything about it, the movie's not going to be like, well, I really want another one. But it gives you it is it is essentially like an origin story. So like it does legitimately sort of get me excited for what they can do in the sequel because now that they've gotten all this covered and over with, now we can just jump straight into it. My hopes for the sequel again is rated R. I want it to be more scary. This is a this is a, a franchise of scary games. There's a couple exceptions, but generally, a franchise of scary games. There was like no scares in this. Yeah, no, no, like there for a was, franchise like, that's like, like built off jump scares, there was like no jump scares. Yeah, and like for me, like 
like I I love like horror movies and like thrillers and stuff like that. And like not naturally, like whenever I see or like feel something scary, I kind of like just tense up a little bit and I, like I close like I close an ear. But I didn't really do that. I didn't do that much in this one, which is I mean, which is fine. But um, you know, uh, it was just cool because I to me I wasn't even like going in to it like as like a horror movie i i wasn't like going no into, like, i wasn't, I wasn't either because based off the trailer i was like this doesn't look- yeah no no yeah it was more thrilling and suspenseful than like actual scary yeah my thing for the sequel that definitely rated r more more scares and maybe uh dial back the cupcake a bit Dude, that cupcake was on timing, bro. Yeah. He was he was hungry. <laughs> dude, that dude just was starving. I like the little uh Golden Freddy it's me reference I was there. Oh yeah. I like that. And, um dude, Foxy was on timing too. Bro just wanted to murk some shit. He just wanted to kill some people. Um, yeah. I um yeah, I wanted like Rated R, more scares, more use of the animatronics in the sequel, and I want to see more animatronics. And hopefully, I I know like like I know like there's not in a sense like a re explanation, but like given just more like more detail about like you know the the killings and stuff like that. Like if they had made a scene where like it's like. I don't know, like like a young uh, Matthew Lillard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the kids. Matthew yeah, Lillard. I thought the same thing. Yeah, because like, and honestly, that would have been better had they because included even, that in the movie. Even if it's not scary per se, because you know what he's doing, it is horror. It, it's still horrible because it's literally horrific what he's doing, <laughs> and you're yeah, exactly. and you're seeing it happen. That's uh, that's definitely something they should they should have added. They technically did it with that little like montage uh, mm. into the movie, which was kind of cool because it resembles uh, the little mini games that they put into the FNAF games. I don't remember yeah. which ones, like two or three or four or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like honestly, like if you're when you're providing more context to that, it just it's just gonna make them. It's just gonna make the movie like a lot better. And in fact, that 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 final scene where he's getting spring spring locked into the suit, yeah. and he puts on the thing, and all the animatronics are surrounding him. That's straight out of one of those little like eight bit or like Atari yeah, mini yeah, games. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember that. So it's like awesome. Baby uh, should have been there at the beginning. <laughs> like I don't know. Like the the movie. Like I heard the movie was sort of like following the first three games. Mm-hmm. And yeah, which confused me because technically the third game is like set in the future and it's like a yeah it's it's a yeah it's it's a thing to where yeah the, the, yeah, the third game is um it's like yeah, a museum like, yeah yeah like like lore wise it was and um, like Springtrap was like in the wall of mm-hmm. like the little like false wall that he made anyway regardless there was just a bunch of stuff that they could have done with this movie that they just didn't do. Like, I thought, I, I, I forget, because again, the lore is so fucking convoluted in this goddamn series. But like, is Mike, is, is, is Mike Schmidt the crying child? 
the Mike Schmidt, like the all oh, the crying kid. Yeah, they they so basically, um, yeah, they 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 had tweaked some things. So of course, you know, like in the lore, you have you know William Afton, you have um Mike, uh, um Evan, and like his daughter or whatever, and then like Henry had a daughter Charlotte, and so yeah, Mike was the one who fed Evan into the you know into uh freddy is that the bite of 87 it's a bite of 83 what's the bite of 83 82 yeah no it's the bite of 83 is that the yeah, bite of 83 yeah it is well but uh, yeah like so basically but i also think that mike schmidt um yeah it's supposed to be like kind of like a like a mike afton like type of thing but also i I also want to say that's like also one of the security guards you play as later on in the games, in some way. Who? There's like I I don't know. Let me see. Because Mike Schmidt, you play as in the in the first game. Yeah, I think so. I I haven't played the games in a while. I think I think you might play as him in like the first three games, but then it I think it does change because eventually you are Afton's son. Mm -hmm. I think in sister location. Because then he gets scooped. I can't believe I know this. Then he gets scooped and he turns into technically like a second purple guy. And he's like, yeah, he he gets scooped out and then like entered is entered enters him right. And then like later on entered which keeps like, his corpse alive essentially. Yeah, yeah, it keeps his corpse alive. And then entered like fucking like gets spit out, some yeah. shit like that. And then he ends up becoming a fucking security guard. Like later on too, which is crazy because he ends up. And then Afton's think, like, Afton, he he he's not dead, but he's, also he's like he's not, he make yeah. he put his consciousness in an AI and now he's like glitch trap. Mm-hmm, yeah, because because, because then yeah, because, yeah, because in universe because they they the the first three games I believe are games within the FNAF universe made by. Scott Cawthon, because the, the the company needed a way to capitalize off the horror stories that were being told about the pizzeria. So they made a they made those three games and they made a VR game, <laughs> which mm. housed Glitch Trap, which infected the player. But the player canonically is Vanessa. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> who is then who said an antagonist infected by glitch trap in uh, the new one, the open world one? I forgot what the what's it? Uh, security breach. Yeah, security breach. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and then like and and then and then the yeah, protagonist because, in that is remember... Gregory, who's a robot child, who also mm-hmm, I feel yeah. I feel like I a Matt Pat has a theory that Vanessa is also a robot, and I feel like Vanessa alluded to that in the movie. Because yeah, I yeah, feel because, like Mike said yeah. like something like she isn't really like what she seems or whatever. I'm like, is she a robot? <laughs> and then in like also, I'm, I I like lost my train of thought. Because, oh yeah, because this, this, this is a lot to think. <laughs> I know it, it's, 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 it's the lore is stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like because because like after after the first location got like you know taken down or like got shut down, that's when William after made after robotics. And that's when he started, like, you know, figuring more shit out about how he can transfer his soul into 
other animatronics and shit like that and yeah whatever and now there's like a mimic i don't even know what that that's from like the books mm-hmm. and now i guess that's a new threat i don't fucking know man the series is chalked yeah. still gonna watch every theory video though still gonna watch every markiplier playthrough <laughs> right fuck <laughs> what was this movie about <laughs> I don't know, man. I didn't, some, so some guy, some guy killing kids, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. but I didn't love that they, the way they did the animatronics. Like, I get, like, people are like, "Oh, what'd you expect? They're kids, you know, possessing, uh, you know, the animatronics." But I'm also like, well, they, well, they, 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 they were the same thing in the games, but then they still weren't like yeah, they're, childlike. They're so like, yeah, they're so like murdering. And killing my yeah and they're also if they're being controlled by afton why are they being let go to do childlike things and building forts and yeah stuff like that i mean i know they were supposed to be like they're luring you know yeah the, yeah the, yeah I, but i don't know man like it, for it, it again it's supposed to be horror it's supposed to be scary and it's just like oh this is kind of sweet isn't it <laughs> <laughs> and like does it take a turn yeah but it's like it doesn't it I don't know it it doesn't really land and like you said earlier uh, the set design is really really great but what's a little bit unfortunate about it is that you don't really get the sense of scale about of how big yeah yeah, this yeah set how really big, is how big, yeah because because they see, straight like, up they built the entire thing yeah because like you see like the hallways you see the different rooms but it's like you yeah you don't see like any kind of like the the, the connection to it all yeah. Because most of it takes place in that big, gigantic, you know, play, play, playhouse, and so what they could, what they could have probably done was, I mean, they, 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 they do this like a lot for locations. They probably made a location in one place, and they made locations in different places, and like, in a sense, like they're, yeah, in a sense, you have one building for one set, another building for another set. And different like different pathways and stuff like that. So it's shot differently. I don't know if they so did because I well, Matt Pat, well, Matt Pat said saying. they built the entire pizzeria essentially in an abandoned Home Depot. <laughs> okay, okay, so this okay, so that like yeah, I don't know what the fuck they just did then. I think they just because didn't they, capitalize they, on. We, 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 yeah, because you know that's the like because I remember seeing set photos of the entire pizzeria and then it's just gone like the next day or some shit. Like they literally just got disappeared. But I, but like I said, I like that's. Then I don't follow Map Hat, so that's why I. Well, you made a video on it. Well, yeah. I don't, Speaking I don't of Map Hat, the best <laughs> seat in the movie. <laughs> Did you know that lunch is the most important meal of the day? I thought it was breakfast. Oh, it was breakfast. Well, well they say that, just, but that's just that's a theory. Just theory. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking crazy. That was good. That was apparently, so good. again, I watched Map Hat's video on it. He said because Scott Cawthon was apparently there that day. Because that was apparently like the first scene they shot for the entire thing, uh, and Scott Cawthon was there, who's apparently very, very involved in the in the movie. Yeah, he, he uh, was, which is cool. Should have made a better movie, my guy. Uh, <laughs> God. No, but yeah. apparently they, you know, they took however many takes, and Scott Cawthon asked Matt Pat to like do it like he does in the video. <laughs> so I guess so. One time they they shot it. Maybe if it ever they release like bloopers and shit, maybe. <laughs> but apparently he was like, he was like, you know, uh, 
lunch is the most important meal of the day. I thought it was breakfast. Yeah, well, that's just a theory. <laughs> that's what he did. <laughs> it was so fucking like that scene was so fucking corny, but it was the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, yeah, I also like the addition of Corey, Corey Kenshin. Um, he, he was cool. I, I also didn't think he was going to get another scene. I thought it was just going to be like kind of like a one and done. But was Corey Kenshin taxi boy? Yeah, he was. He, yeah, he was. He was a cab driver. Yeah, Matt Pat read for that. Uh, so, but then they're like, he's too good. We got to give him the diner roll. Yeah, the the diner roll su- suited him way better. Yeah, and Mark Plyer yeah, was supposed Barr to be the security been, guard yeah. in the beginning. Yeah, could have been. Could have been the movie. But could but you know, there's always a sequel. Whenever he gets done with Iron Lung, he is done with Iron Lung. Okay, good. Yeah, they, they finished shooting a while ago. They might have to do. They, I think he said they still have to do maybe some pickup shots, but they're pretty much just in yeah, I mean, post production. Yeah, pick up pickup shots are just you know yeah. they're they're essential. Mark just had to make his own movie. I know, right? He just had to make what's probably going to be a better movie. <laughs> Damn, I mean, you're not wrong, but you didn't have to say it. Well, it's true. <laughs> God, I love that man. Also, one one thing that people are fucking complaining about, which is stupid, is um Matthew Matthew Lillard's line when he says like I'll always come back. Oh yeah, they're, they're like he says it too fast. I'm like his lungs are getting punctured. What do you want him to do? Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> always <laughs> come <laughs> back. <laughs> like you want him to just do that, bro? He's literally right. like losing oxygen. That's, that's exactly what because because I think the when the he originally said it it was like in a voice recording yeah and it was all I like mean, sinister I always come back like that kind of thing and it's like okay but like yeah that's not in the movie he's not gonna <laughs> he's, he's getting he's, he's getting back. punctured he picks up the helmet I always come back <laughs> like yeah. that doesn't make any sense I'm like I don't know what you wanted bro but that's kind of crazy. And then he gets dragged, and you see you see the final shot of him of like him. twitching. That was good. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, again, like everything in the last five to ten minutes was genuinely pretty fucking good. It's everything else. It was that really just dragged the movie down. Unfortunately, mm, yeah. Um, but it's again, I think we're fat FNAF fans enough to you know at least have enjoyed elements of this movie. Um, mm-hmm. That you know we don't think it's completely terrible. Yeah, uh, for sure. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it enough. I'd give it a six out of ten. I give it a six out of ten as well. It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. Oh, it was yeah. it was one of those things where it's like it's a lot of it's mostly missed potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like also like a, I mean I don't I didn't watch through the entire credits because you know like I'm just not that big of a FNAF fan. But at the end of the credits, you just you hear someone say come find me well it's like letter by letter and oh, some like people were, c like, yeah oh. c oh, oh was it um, like the games like the h e- yeah oh yeah. i just i skimmed like, through yeah. the credits because i was like is there a post credit scene no okay i'm out yeah yeah yeah. it was like c o m e yeah f i n d m e yeah. yeah, and so people were like, "Oh my god, that, that could be Garrett," or you know, that's just like you know, that's the the beginning of Glitch Trap. 
blah blah blah. And I'm like, I don't even know about that. But what 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 if Garrett's Golden Freddy? I yeah, I, I I thought that too. I thought I thought he could he could be Golden Freddy, or he could be inside of um. Yeah, huh, sorry. I just I had a glitch in my mind. Glitch trap is invading my mind. Oh no. Because or, yeah, or, I mean, or, like it, it could happen because more than one kid has inhabited an animatronic as well. So true. Like, uh, I thought there was going to be like more name drops. I don't know. I don't know what yeah. I expected to be honest. But ninety four percent of the audience for Five Nights at Freddy's this weekend were under the age of thirty five. Like, that's kind of real though. Yeah, most people, most people who are in like yeah, who are in like Five Nights into Five Nights at Freddy's are like, they're like. 13, 14. You know, like that's when that's how we were when uh, the game came out. The first game. Yeah. Isn't that kind of crazy? Yeah, it's insane. It's been, this movie has technically been a decade in the making. <laughs> you know yeah, else really? you know, was a decade in the making? Flash. <laughs> the Flash! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, no, 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 imagine, no, imagine if the Flash got delayed. We would have got the Five Nights at Freddy's movie before the Flash. That's crazy. We got Five Nights at We got a Five Nights at Freddy's movie before GTA Six. Right? Came out. Came, five Nights at Freddy's came out the year after GTA Five came out. That's insane, dude. Oh yeah, I have nothing else to say about the movie. Oh yeah, well, I have like one like tiny like it's like a funny thing, but like uh, when Vanessa was like talking to talking to Mike in the parking lot, she says like, "If you bring, I'd be here again. I will shoot you." And I'm just like, "Damn!" Like <laughs> police brutality. You're living up to your role. <laughs> attacking police, attacking the mentally ill. That's just it's quite common. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but it also but makes yeah. it because I think the crying child is like he's like dreaming or whatever in FNAF 4 and yeah. it makes the dream thing makes I don't know I don't know it, it doesn't matter Matt, Matt Pelt will make a movie on it or make a movie on it make a video on it I don't know no 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 no, 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 no you're right he's gonna make a movie out of it he's gonna he's gonna two hour all theory of his, all of his all of his theory videos are gonna be the part of the uh, the Five Nights at Freddy's uh, a steelbook, the the fucking Blu-ray deleted scenes. Yeah, you know, you know I'm scenes. getting that. No, I'm not. I'm not getting that. No, I might gift it to you, bro. Oh no, oh, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna gift you with I'm gonna gift you with a steelbook and like <laughs> the voice recording. <laughs> Every time you open it, God, dude, that's so funny. <laughs> I look. You want to try to get an animatronic suit, like for real? Oh no. What are you not, doing? Like, I mean, I, don't, I mean, I don't want to wear it. I'm Bro's gonna, gonna it, turn like, in into Springtrap. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm just gonna be like, "Mom, I always come back." And I'm just... <laughs> you gonna lure kids too? No, capybaras instead. <laughs> you, You're gonna kill the capybaras? No, I no. You're gonna lure and kill the capybaras? No, no, no. Capybaras are gonna be like the security guards. They're gonna protect the the, the place. Or we're gonna them. get killed by the animatronics. Who? Bro, you're just setting up these capybaras for death. Uh-uh. That's what you're doing. Uh-uh. No, how That's dare you up. say? How dare you That's say that? That's fucked. You're the one saying it. 
I'm you're saying, the one I'm setting them up for death. No, I'm just saying I'm gonna lure Capybara so I can make a Capybara Kingdom with the animatronics. Uh-huh. So it's called Capybara and Torrentino's Pizzeria. Five Nights at Capybara's. <laughs> <laughs> Five Nights at Capybara. No, I uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty good actually. Yeah. But <laughs> did you watch anything this week? Well, well, oh, this wow. week. Well, you know, or this past couple weeks, the past couple weeks, I have been watching stuff. Um, let's go back to my handy dandy letterbox diary. So, in the past two weeks, I have seen, I rewatched all of the Harry Potter movies. Then I watched House of a Thousand Corpses. Um, I watched a short film called Dead Enders, and I watched Whole 2003. I watched Legion. Totally killer, and of course, Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, I can't believe you watched the Legion movie, but not the show. Oh, yeah. That's right. The show's out there somewhere. It's on Hulu. I haven't... I haven't been been on Hulu in months, bro. I'm gonna, like... I'm gonna cancel it soon so I can get the bundle for that and Disney Plus. Yeah. But, uh... to To speed through this, um... Harry Potter. Love it pretty consistent all the way through um my 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 favorite is the chamber of secrets but the best one is prisoner of azkaban and that's like most people's favorite yeah i mean can't can never go wrong with harry potter i also recently made butterbeer and i am really conflicted on it because i don't know how it how true butterbeer is supposed to taste so I don't like Harry Potter, but I've always wanted to try the butterbeer. You don't like Harry Potter, and that's kind of crazy to me. You've only, you've seen no, the no, no, first... no, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I got to correct you there, sorry. Uh, I hate Harry Potter. You hate Harry Potter, yet you've only seen the first and the last movie. Look, I don't need that's like, to watch that's, the movies. <laughs> that, that, that's, like, that's like reading I even, the first and last chapter of a book. I even tried reading, I even it. tried reading the book. I actually did try reading the book. I was like, I'm fucking bored. Look how no, big these no. books are. I'm not reading all this. Nah, dude. You just gotta watch the movies, bro. I've tried bro, watching the movies. No, 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 you haven't. Yes, I have. Bro, you have not, bro. You have not tried watching the movies, bro. Because if you, The boy if you who did, lived come you know, to if die. You if you did, Look, you I know enough already. about Harry Potter. It's been in the nah, zeitgeist dude. so long. I get it. Okay, nah, nah, I nah, get dude. it. You, Hermione's you get it all, all like, "Ooh, Liviosa," and nah, and, and Ron's like, "Look at me, I'm Ginger," and Daniel Radcliffe's <laughs> like, <laughs> I, "I'm Harry Potter. Look at me swinging my nah. wand around." Anyway, I'm gonna play a corpse one day. Is that a reference to Swiss Army Man? Yes. <laughs> Oh, I haven't seen that movie, so he spoiled it. Thanks. That's the no, point. No. That, that's the big Eddie. I, 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 I know. I know. Don't. I know. That's a, that's a joke. Uh, I still haven't seen Swiss Army Man, but I'm going to watch it. Good stuff. Yes. Um, House of a Thousand Corpses. Um, it's way better on a rewatch. When I first watched it, it was like an hour and 30 minutes too long. Like, that was like Jesus. The, the longest movie i've ever seen it's like you know it's i mean it's an hour and 30 minutes but like it's the longest hour and 30 minutes of your life within like when you when i rewatched it i was like okay you know this isn't that bad it's just the rob zombie style um dead enders that's like a really great short film i saw it at like a a, like a movie premiere event um and one at south by southwest 
and you know like that's the type of stuff that i want to make you know horror comedy like stylistic sci-fi type of stuff um hulk 2003 i managed to watch the entire movie without falling asleep it's fucking crazy um it's how that know, starfish like feel <laughs> the starfish bro the, the poor starfish you got cut up like six times it's so vivid in my brain i know it's that and like it's yeah the starfish is the thing that i remember before i fall asleep but i like some i liked some elements of of 2003 hulk um i like the comic book transitions it's very stylistic has stylistic shots it's just that some stuff was just it was like a little too long like you know in terms of like i think it was like the second act it was like just like a, like a little too long and other than that, I still think it's a pretty solid movie uh, for for its time. Uh, Legion, it's something. Um, it has Paul Bettany and you know Tyrese, and it's just like the it, it it's it just has really weird direction, but it has a really good concept behind it. Pretty much like the concept is like you know God has like lost faith in the earth and so like he sends like angels to like get rid of the human race so that they like inhabit like people's bodies and stuff and then like Paul Benny's character is like I don't like doing this shit so he just betrays like the angels and then they're kind of like hunting for him and stuff like that um like I said cool concept weird direction kind of how you should not write characters because they're, they're stupid um totally killer great like horror thriller comedy with like time travel it's it's really fun it's a fun movie um and of course you know five nights at freddy's probably the best best one out of them all um you know horror 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 horror. yeah you you get it and that's all i watched oh and 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 loki season two i caught up on that oh yeah you did uh yeah it's really great i do want to talk about that but first uh i watched moonlight uh, Oscar Best Picture winner for the year t- of our Lord 2016. I mean, technically it was 2017. Oscar, you get it. Came out 2016. Um, it was very good. It was. I think it, this is one of those movies where it's like I went in completely blind, even though it came out 2016. I, I literally had no idea what it was. All I knew it was black guy, gay. That's what I knew about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it has Mahershala Ali in it. And he's, I wish he was in it more that his character is supposed to be like short, sweet kind of thing, but fuck man, what a, he's not, he's not the main character at all. Well, I just love Mahershala Ali so much. What a fantastic actor. It's just, he's just the best. <laughs> I love that guy. Uh, but yeah, as, as a movie, uh, really good. It, again, it's one of those, or I didn't say it because I derailed myself, but it's one of those movies that because I went into it blind, not knowing to it to expect, uh, it's one of those movies that I think on a rewatch, I think I'd like a lot more, but as is incredibly well-made, incredibly well-directed. The cinematography is fantastic, incredibly well-acted. Uh, the performances were incredible. It had a uh, Prowler, Miles Morales in it, Jarrell Jerome. Uh, he was really good. He fucking, his face, he reminds me of someone the entire movie. I was like, who does this guy remind me of? facial bodies and i just i could i can't figure it out and it's really pissing me off <laughs> um, but yeah it, it was uh uh no spoilers 
uh, even though for a movie that came out six years ago, seven years ago, <laughs> like, but yeah, it was just, it was just really good. The essential, uh, it, it, what it is, it, it follows a, a black kid to, uh, as, as he grows up to be a man and how he navigates being gay, especially in a time where that isn't, you know, accepted. Um, he, it goes from like, from when he's a kid to a teen, to a, to an adult. Uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much the premise. I don't want to give too much away, but it was, it was, it was very, very good. And it, it makes sense why it won, uh, best picture. Uh, I think I did, I gave it an eight out of 10, but that's because again, it's one of those movies that on a rewatch, I think, uh, could be bumped up. That being said, I don't want to rewatch it anytime soon because it's one of those movies. <laughs> I'm just like, God, <laughs> it's like fantastic movie. I don't want to rewatch it though. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, also Spider-Man two came out. <laughs> Holy shit. I just, I, I beat it in a couple days. A couple days later, I got, I, I, I got the platinum trophy. <laughs> I just fucking, I disappeared for four days and just played Spider-Man two. Incredible incredible game again no spoilers of course um but everything about this game everything about this game they did right in my opinion everything that you know was in the first game that everyone loved they built up upon and improved uh everything that people maybe didn't necessarily necessarily like about those first couple games they either changed or just made better everything about that game is just incredible man um the movement especially is phenomenal of course it's a spider-man game but like they they really added upon it what i really ultimately wanted out of spider-man 2 other than you know a good story and stuff like that i wanted i wanted it to be difficult to go back to those first couple games because it's just how good specifically the movement is on spider-man 2 and I think it really delivered on that. The speed at which you can swing is greatly increased. It's super fun. If you if you hit max speed, it can genuinely be a little difficult to control, which mm-hmm. is cool. It, it you know you have extra stuff. Yeah, obviously you have the web wings. You can do a loop to loop, like you see in a, the Raimi movie. Uh, you can do my number one wish for Spider Man Two was a slingshot where you you know you pull yourself back and you just launch yourself they implemented it exactly the way i wanted it wanted it to you can literally do it anywhere there's even parts of the map that have a super slingshot where you can launch yourself even faster and farther it's just it's such a fantastic game and as far as the story goes it's it it went in it the, the insomniac universe is special in that they're, they don't just go beat by beat what you expect from, you know, other Spider-Man stories. They do their own thing, which I really, really respect. Uh, and because of that, they go places in the story that I really wasn't expecting. Uh, there are a lot of cool surprises in there uh, for, you know, Spider-Man fans like myself that I was just like, I was expecting greatness but I wasn't there. I, there was still shit that I was just like, no fucking way they did that. Uh, again, no spoilers, but I, 
if you're a Spider-Man fan, I, I try to get your hands on this in any way you can, is because it, it's just it's just that good. I I love I love Tord and Iron like the opposite boat, like because like, you had a PlayStation like when the first game came out, and I was like, God damn it! And I didn't play those games until literally I think last year, and now Spider-Man Two, and you're stuck. Payback? No, I'm kidding. It's not payback. It's fine. But yeah, you, but, but you know what? I have some, you know, I have something that's gonna remedy that. I get to watch one of the best YouTubers play the game while I'm sitting there watching it. So, <laughs> so it's like I'm just there with them, you know. Yeah, the rad, the definitely. rad, rad goat. Sure, goaded. Yeah, it's the same. It is the same. Sure. Don't ruin my delusion. But yeah, incredible game. Also, the suits uh, that are available are also phenomenal. Tasm 2 suit is in there and they actually updated it twice it, there was like a it, it, the way it was before release it looked kind of eh but then on the day one patch they updated it and it looked a lot better and they updated it literally just I think a couple days ago and now it looks fantastic uh, what I think that what they realized they were missing was like the, the Tasm 2 suit has like that like sheen on it and yeah. uh, that it's sort of it's sort of like a like pearlescent you know the the pearlescent like skin you can put on cars in gta 5 or in certain lights it, it like sort of changes color that's sort of what the tasm 2 suit has it, it like really gets brighter in certain lighting uh, that's but it it but generally it's a it's sort of a deeper red anyway that's uh that's that, that that's what they added on that tasm 2 suit and it's fucking it looks great uh there is one suit in there that i'm not going to spoil but when I saw it, I was like, holy shit. No way. <laughs> no way they did. Uh, it's not. It's a it's a it's a suit you unlock through the story. It's not like a it's not like a movie suit or something like that. Um, so I'm not I, I won't spoil that. But I was like, wow. Uh, Insomniac. Uh, Insomniac. Insomniac really cooked. Now, there is a, another suit in there that Insomniac cooked. But they burnt it because it's bad. It's a, it's a trash suit. But it's, uh, as as far as the game goes, great. But you know, there's a as as cosmetics and games go. You know, they're they're not all going to be bangers, are they? But yeah, and you know, with all the, like the color switches you can do, God, there's there's so many variables, and you can like mix and mix and match with like Peter and Miles to like give them like the same vibe of suit it's it's brilliant it's it's such a brilliant game it's one of those games where it's like after the first game it's like okay it's a great game obviously but this can be improved and this can be improved and you could have done this differently phenomenal game but obviously there can be improvements spider-man 2 on the other hand it's like how do you top this mechanically gameplay wise story wise is one thing you can kind of see how they could go bigger even though it's huge already but like, yeah, I don't know mechanically how they're how they're going to top that. I really don't. And yeah, after this, we're, we're getting Wolverine, and then hopefully Spider Man three. I don't. We don't even know if there's going to be Spider Man two DLC. My only complaint ish, because I'm pretty sure it's going to be added in a future update, is there's there's no new game plus yet, which is really annoying. Uh, because after I after I finished it, I was like, I want to do it again. But I also I don't want to you know, lose all my abilities that I just got and all my suits. So, uh, I'm, uh, before I play it again, I think I'm going to wait for that. 
new game plus update because i don't know why it isn't there at launch but i feel like a lot of games do that now like god of war and god of war ragnarok didn't launch with a new game plus i don't know why they did that or why they do that uh but hopefully they add that soon because i'm trying to play again but yeah i'm rambling but uh yeah spider-man 2 has been fucking incredible um but yeah we also watched loki season two or what is you know uh what we're up to in loki season two which is four episodes which now we're finally caught up with the press because the press got four episodes and after episode four it you can you can you, you can tell why they were they gave the press these four episodes because episode four whoo boy does it leave a, what what's up with what's up with marvel and yeah episode four being like crazy gas cliffhangers i don't know man but episode four like like when that one part happened i my mouth never dropped so fucking fast like my my jaw was on the floor <laughs> i was like holy shit like poor that character man yeah fucking <laughs> i really fuck jeez man i like and i texted you i was like they managed to i guess this is sort of a, a minor spoiler because it loose to sort of what it sort of is but like they managed to make it gruesome but like like also cartoony yeah because it's like oh but also like yeah i don't it's it's great it's, it's like it's like damn like like that can never happen but it's like damn that's a horrible way to go out yeah like i mean they they reference it in the like first episode or the maybe the second episode yeah yeah, yeah with they, uh, they, they, with they, mobius they which was fucking speaking of mobius they dialed him up in this because like he's fucking hilarious in, in this owen wilson like the I bit, know, he, he's a funny the bit again minor spoiler uh when he writes skin on the thing yeah um <laughs> <laughs> uh, kwan is in this brilliant just brilliant amazing uh what i what i told you was fucking cute was again episode four i believe where where uh ouroboros and and another character no not casey another character were were sort of teaming up and they're fans of each other yes that was fucking adorable yeah i love that so much um do you have any complaints about this season so far it's just that I'm I was on the cliffhanger. That, that, that's <laughs> that that's my only complaint so far. My complaint is Sylvie, who Sylvie. I was on hashtag Team Sylvie for season one because a lot of people were like, "Oh, she's this and she's that." I'm like, "Calm the fuck down." But in this one, I'm like, "Okay, you're mad," and I get it. But also, calm down. <laughs> you chill out for a bit. She got she got better uh, in the in this uh, last episode, uh, but she oof. did. Uh, and hopefully that continues, or maybe it won't continue. And and the one thing that I cannot, for the life of me, get my eyes off knock off you McGregor, bro. That man's <laughs> crazy. Like that the resemblance is uncanny. Yeah, I I really when he again minor spoiler when he came out of that limo, I literally yeah. I was like, was that is that yeah. Jason Sudeikis? But then it got closer, and I was like, "He looks like me with McGregor." <laughs> yeah, I know. I was, I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I know." When he got him, I was like, "When is when did he add Ewan McGregor to the to the cast?" And I was like, "What the hell?" It's, it, it's the hair. It's the hair. That's what it is. Too. Yeah. 
Okay, and aside from that thing you were talking about, what happened to that one character, which was gruesome but cartoony, this season, and, and I'm trying to remember anything from the first season that I might be missing, but I don't think I am, this season has pushed the gore isn't the right word but it's a, it's 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 a lot more violent even if even when it's just like implied yeah uh i think they've done a really good job there uh loki has gotten a step up he he's finally able to like use magic more. yeah I, I was just thinking that because i was like we were we weren't getting too much of that and, and you know of course you know the the tva has dampeners for that too. yeah which was fine ish but like like because because the rest of the the concept of the series was enough to like make me not really care but even when they did magic in that first season it was a lot of just like green blasts uh and there's still green blasts here but they especially in that second episode i believe uh when uh you know when they're in 1977 uh chasing ewan mcgregor (laughs) oh Loki was Loki was on fire in that episode. Let me tell you. I know, I know what the with the whole like you know the the like the, his clothes and like the shadows. Yeah. <laughs> Mobius is like you're you're really uh, doing a thing with the shadows, aren't you? That was crazy. Yeah, that was really fucking good. Yeah, every the, the writing has been the dialogue. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what people are thinking about the plot because I've. I've fully sworn off looking at the internet. <laughs> yeah, after, yeah, no, yeah, after yeah, these. yeah. I'm not, I'm not looking at like Marvel, TikTok, or anything like that. Like anything I see about Marvel, unfortunately, I just scroll past it. Yeah, so I, I can't do it anymore. Um, I'm trying to see hate, but at least as far as the dialogue goes, because again, I don't know, I don't know what people are feeling about the plot itself. But the dialogue has been so sharp this season. It, it really it, has. It, yeah, it, it's it, been really good. It's been super, super good. But speaking of the plot, I think it's been fucking fantastic. In my opinion, like when the initial reviews were coming out for the season, uh, it was a mixed bag. Not mixed in the sense that like people were people weren't like happy with it, but mixed in that I saw a lot of this is this is like a direct sequel to the first season. It and it feels like that. It's just as good, if not better. And I saw a lot of people saying, "Oh, it's 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 a lot messier than the first season, uh, and and it's not as good." But and again, they the Prescott four episodes were finally caught up to that that four episodes. So we know exactly what they were seeing. And it maybe it's recency bias, but I think this has been a lot better than that first season. And that first season yeah. was great. It's it's been it's been it's been really, really good. Um I I'm really I'm like really liking the the the, the, the bigger scale of the T V A so far. Yeah. You know, like the whole like the the automat and like where uh, Ouroboros works and you know the the pie room and stuff like that, like more corridors. It's something that's like really, really that it's like interesting to me. Yeah. I like that a lot. And um, yeah, like you know, you were saying something about the about the dialogue and like yeah, the the dialogue has been great. But also, I texted you this like the comedy is better is like balance like it's like well timed yeah that's what they yeah that's does like part of what i meant yeah the 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 dialogue the comedy the timing has all been improved uh really and even yeah like like you said the balance has been fucking fantastic we get from like a sort of comedic scene with maybe like loki and, and mobius and then we get a torture scene (laughs) (laughs) and then it's and it's real it's done really really well or 
you know, there's an interrogation scene where Loki's being particularly uh, antagonistic, antagonistic, like impending and stuff like that. And it, it sort of, it's undercut, but it's not undercut in like a volume two kind of way. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh man. Volume two, man. Uh, good thing. Will's not here. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> it, yeah. The, the, it's been truly, truly fantastic this season so far. And obviously there's two episodes left, so it could go down the drain real fast. But so far I, I am really liking this season more than the first. Which is saying something. Uh, yeah, I know. And like, it, it's it's one of the things where it's like, you know, it's like six episodes. Fuck. But this so far has been great. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. And like, you know, I'm really, I'm really liking, I'm really liking it so far. Also, like, I'm going to do, I'm going to do like a little Loki cosplay kind of, kind of thing. Cause like they sell, they're selling his jacket. I want to get Wait, his jacket though. What jacket? the the double breasted coat where he's like the brown one the they're one with like the big hot... collar yeah they sell it at oh! hot topic for 30 bucks what yeah it's on sale right now that shit's it. hot as fuck no 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 dude i was like look at it. i was like dude this motherfucker got shit dripped, bro, bro he is dripped out <laughs> holy <laughs> yeah, no, I, I said this crazy i said this in our group chat but tom hiddleston hasn't been hotter right like he is looking ravenous in this show ravenous is an insane word choice <laughs> but then like but yeah like i was like looking it up i was like what coat does he wear because like i'm gonna get something like that and then like boom first thing hot topic 30 bucks oh yeah like, here it is hell yeah so yeah i i might i might get that shit that shit plus with the with the fall winter season coming up well you can get sylvie's thing too Oh, really? Yeah. I do want... I do want more, like... All right, I, I don't have any, but I do want, like, Loki merch because the aesthetic in the, in this show is fucking phenomenal. Oh, man. Can I... Man, dude. Oh, my God. Speaking of, like... Speaking of, like, aesthetics and stuff like that, like, can we just talk about the score? Oh, Natalie Holt, you beautiful Natalie human. Holt is getting just... Just the score is just incredible. It's amazing. And like the very first episode, like, oh my God, it's just the score in the first episode is just great. She's, oh, she, she, she taps into something different when she's doing Loki. <laughs> I know. And it's like, it's crazy. Oh my God. Like it's, it's, it's just like incredible how like she's able to hit like, the yeah the the tone of loki it's like this very like mystical mysterious yet like time timey nostalgic vibe of the show and just that score just and makes it immaculate oh and i talked about tom hiddleston you know obviously he's sexier in this but and and but specifically his performance i feel like he's even amped, amped up too really everyone's uh, yeah, but Tom Hiddleston specifically, I mean, he's really bringing it this season. Yeah, for sure. Especially when he gets all antagonistic, <laughs> like when he's like <laughs> this, when he's talking to Ewan McGregor, and he's like, "I can do terrible, awful things to you." I was like, "Yes, yes, Loki, please, <laughs> yeah." 
This is insane. <laughs> yeah. No homo. Uh, uh, freaking giggling and kicking his feet right I am, bro. You seen yeah, Tom Hiddleston? You seen Tom Hiddleston? I have, uh, yeah, I have I've, no I've shame. I've seen his drip. That's what I'm trying to emulate. I do want that coat, but would it look good on me? I don't know. You won't know unless you're, you won't know unless you, you won't buy it. That's true. And if it doesn't work for me, I'll give it to my brother because he, he looks good. Real. I'm not jealous. I am. That's crazy. Is that all you oh, yeah. watched this week? <laughs> uh, I think so. I watched uh, Crazy Stupid Love again with my dad. <laughs> What'd you think about it the second time? It's just as good. Nice. That's good. He was all, he was freaking out about the twist. He was like, no way. I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Is that the show? That is the show. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to Adventures Podcast. If you want to follow us, we're at Adventures on Twitter. That's A-V-E-N-G-E, nerds. All one word. If you want to follow either one of us, you can reach me at itzeneth underscore on Twitter. Where can they reach you? At Torn Guy on Instagram. Awesome. We also we also have a Discord if you'd like to join the conversation there. Those will be linked in the show notes. You can also check out our link tree for any additional links you may be interested in. You can also review the show in-app on Apple Podcasts. If you can leave five stars in a review, it would really help us out. Thanks again for listening to the Adventures Podcast. We'll see you next week. Later.